Hi, this is Debbie, and this is Light Up Your Worth. Thanks for being here. I want to do a shout out to our listeners that are in the 22 countries, especially want to recognize today our listeners in Malaysia and France. We are so happy that you are here. So in today's episode, we're going to talk with Tatiana because as we go through life, we experience a lot of stressful and emotional situations. All of this negative energy is then stored in our body and our bodies never forget. When we not only release the body memory, but the emotional charge around the issues, this is what helps create the emotional and mental freedom. And then this is where we are truly free. In this episode, I'm gonna be speaking with trauma integrative hypnotherapist Tatiana, and we're gonna dive into the visibility and the professional blocks around our financial success, how the lack of confidence can impact you and that financial success, and learn how to break through for these visibility fears. So stay tuned as we dive into this. This is part one of part two of our summer series. So grateful that you are here. You are listening to Light Up Your Worth with transformational coach, Debbie McAllister, whose vision is to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources for your toolbox to raise the consciousness and frequencies for you and our Mother Earth, to discover the unbelievable resource within yourself. This podcast is for you, the spiritually curious, seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate healing, personal growth and development as you move forward with confidence building a consciously intentional radiant life each week you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other spiritual souls energetic healers spiritual modality experts thought-provoking life coaches empowering therapists and uplifting authors who are real and vulnerable as they share their own unique journeys through healing and offer their gifts This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it will motivate you to light up your worth. Thank you for tuning in. Embrace your brilliant, gorgeous, and talented, worthy self. Hello, this is Debbie, and I'm so, so, so excited for you to meet our guest on this week's uh, podcast episode. Tatiana is a trauma integrative hypnotherapist, coach, a best-selling author who helps purpose-driven women overcome emotional wounds and trauma that show up as professional blocks so that they can step into their visibility, confidence, impact, and financial success. As a result of her personal journey and over 10 years of experience working with emotional healing, she developed a highly effective modality that releases negative emotions and traumatic memories stored in the body's neurological patterning that she combines with subconscious work. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I'm so uh, I'm so excited. Sorry, I was stumbling over my words there, but I didn't slaughter your last name. And so I wanted to make sure that I had you say it in all its glory so that when they go to listen, they're like, who is she talking to? Tatiana, who? (laughs) (laughs) 
Tatiana Valeria, it's a hard one to pronounce. (laughs) (laughs) So we were just uh, laughing before we uh, decided to come on camera. It is uh, the week we're in the end of May as we're recording this. And so it's not going to come out until some a little bit later on, but it's our birthdays. And so you're getting a lot of Gemini in this conversation. And so a lot of Gemini. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm so excited to have you here. I was really um, excited. You know, when I was reading through your bio and we're talking about visibility and professional blocks and confidence and impact and how it impacts our financial success. And I was even reading um, earlier today, I was reading one of your posts that you were actually talking about blocks, all the blocks that we as females even have um, that relate back to our moms. And so we have so many mother wounds, whether it's us or, you know, our ancestors. And so I thought I would just jump into visibility and confidence and how does, how does that correspond and to our financial success. Um, all right. All right. All right. Um, so when I began, first of all, everything I teach right now, everything I do with clients um, has been my personal experience, right? Be it the visibility blocks, the confidence or the money issues, right? So when I began, I moved to America with $350 in my pocket at age 19. And I always wanted to make a difference. I didn't know how it's going to happen. And I ran away from my family and I wanted to, um, I thought I could just start life from scratch. I thought I can just, you know, have a fresh start. But I took all the trauma that I ran away from with me and it followed me everywhere, including all the way to uh, when I became an entrepreneur. So my biggest block, my biggest fear was exactly fear of visibility. And this is where I'm going with it. So I'm on camera with you right now, right? Mm-hmm. I am um, being, you know, participating in podcasts, sold a source of networking, just got published, became the author. And I could never imagine any of it. I was so terrified of even recording myself on camera, just recording and leaving it on my phone or computer without even publishing or going live, any of that. And I would be... I would have this panic attack, anxiety type of fear. My vocal cords would close. So when I discovered hypnotherapy and I wanted, and I started my business because I had a huge transformation with it Mm -hmm. and I wanted to share it with others. And I started my business, but I couldn't do anything without um, being visible. Um, And I had all those visibility fears. And it's not just about being on camera, as you might guess that fear visibility affects everything in our, in our business, uh, how we market. A lot of people with fear of visibility will hate sales. And if we're not marketing, if we're not selling, that means we have a hobby, not a business. And My CPA how, says that, yes. <laughs> and this is how it ties to the financial um, the mm-hmm. success and everything, the impact we're making, the money we're making, um, all of it. Yeah, that's pretty powerful understanding what visibility is. Somebody might just think it is doing a live or, you know, oh, I put a post out there, you know, on social media. Why isn't it all happening? Right. It's it's uh, what do you see it as, you know, when you really dig into being visible? It's actually interesting. Thank you for that comment about, oh, I made a post and why is it not happening? 
because we've been so uh, conditioned to believe that we can just control everything with our minds. So we can, you know, when we have fear visibility, traditionally, conventionally, what uh, mind-based modalities, including um, coaching, uh, would tell us that we just push, practice more and push through the fear. So when I started my business, right, I, three years into my business, I was $15,000 in debt because none of that just pushing and practicing worked. I would be terrified as terrified as I was at the beginning, three years later, I was in debt living in the basement apartment with crazy neighbors and a loud dog going insane. Um, and I was almost ready after three years to give up on all my dreams and go back to having a job. So it's, it, it loses everything. And uh, the piece about, so I was pushing myself, right? And I would mm -hmm. push myself and I would post and I would push myself and I will show up somewhere sporadically on a, um, some type of podcast or something. But the problem is that it's not enough to just push and show up if energetically our energetic imprint is repelling that which we're trying to do because the fear is stronger than our mind. In fact, our mind, as I learned much, much later, right, cannot even control fear because fear is connected to our state of safety or should I say unsafety, the nervous system that holds it and none of it, the autonomic nervous system, right? Mm -hmm. And none of it can be controlled with conscious or even I would say subconscious mind. And this is what I realized living in the basement apartment in debt, almost ready to go back to a job. I realized that I was trying to issue in a completely wrong way. I was believing everybody who told me just, you know, change my beliefs about visibility or change my beliefs about confidence or just practice more, as I said, right? And it will just get better. It wasn't getting better. And I had a breakthrough moment and I realized that that fear that I had, that panic attack, vocal cords shutting down, feeling like I was dis I was ready to disappear from the face of earth, <laughs> uh, just not to be, and constantly living in stress, right? So I would mm -hmm. push and I would be anticipating the same feeling. And my life was um, a nightmare. Um, I was motivated. I was driven to help others. And I was creating results for other people. But then speaking of worth and speaking of imposter, I know you recently talked about imposter syndrome here. I was mm -hmm. feeling like, what kind of hypnotherapist am I if I cannot overcome and resolve my own fear of visibility? So all of this was affecting my self-perception, right? Mm -hmm. And how I viewed myself, even if for other topics and other aspects, I was helping my clients. And this is when I realized that that fear didn't live in my mind only. It lived in my body. And from then on, I went to study trauma, what trauma does um, to how it's processed and stored in the body or not processed and therefore stored in those loops neurologically and neurochemically because emotions are chemicals. And from then on, I started developing the modality that I use right now mm -hmm. to unhook those mechanisms to release them to release the negative emotions the trauma the neurological aspect of it and everything energetically neurologically and neurochemically and basically 
to unhook it, to release it at the root. And uh, so, yeah, that was my journey with fear visibility and all those other blocks that came side by side with it. Yeah. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. That's just so interesting because there were a couple of things that you were mentioning when I was thinking about, you know, when you're living in a basement apartment, a loud dog, not nice neighbors. And I was thinking about how you were stressed and I was just envisioning like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? The whole psychology model that's been around for quite some time now. And it actually talks about the whole survival and how you can't get to the next level if some of your basic needs are being met. And I love how you've combined that thought process with how it affects us and how we do store it in our body. You know, um, I know there's a lot of, uh, I've talked about it uh, more than a few times on the podcast because it there's so many great pieces of work now and studies on how we do store things in our body. The body doesn't forget. Yeah. And it's interesting. Thank you so much for this comment as well and this reflection because I didn't know any anything about it. I had this breakthrough moment on my own and later found out that leading trauma experts are teaching exactly the same which then just kind of uh, um, just proves that once we are onto something, it's universal knowledge and different people come to the same conclusions and same knowledge from different angles. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was living in that survival and, uh, you know, in debt and survival, but I actually, what I, what I meant by that trauma and how it was affecting me was the trauma that I went through in my childhood as well it was a combination of both mm-hmm. the trauma living in the, in the winter in that basement <laughs> without money unable to move mm-hmm. and not able to meet my basic needs because I didn't have enough incoming clients and consistency and stability to be able to um, live without that survival financially right mm-hmm. and also all of it was re-triggering my insecurity and safety from and trauma from childhood and then many others. And you mentioned transgenerational trauma as well. Mm-hmm. And so I began, I devoted um, a few years since then, but to not only studying, but kind of being a guinea pig for myself. Mm-hmm. And I tested everything on my own self. Like I would ask people to put me in the state of hypnosis and look and help me look for my blind spots. Because here's when we, even though I was developing the methodology, what we cannot do is we cannot um, see our own blind spots. So this is when the practitioner, the therapist, the hypnotherapist, any other modality, right? This is where we need somebody else to help us um, go through it and see what we're missing. But then I would use my own tools to release the body and the trauma and everything changed. Everything changed. Oh, and thank goodness it changed, right? Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here having this wonderful conversation. So what's really interesting, and or and I wonder to myself, somebody's listening and they're like, well, I've been doing that, getting better, practicing. Maybe they joined like a coaching program, right? That's usually or some type of business program. And they're like, okay, I'm just going to get better at, you know, putting myself out there. 
and they keep practicing and may, maybe they are getting better. Maybe that's more succinct and they're getting their message across and they know who they want to, you know, talk to, but it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Now, how would they discover for themselves to go, oh, maybe that is that old stuff that I have kind of pushed down from my childhood uh, and now it's coming through and, you know, how, how, what, what type of questions or a question can they ask themselves to say, I wonder if that's me and why my own entrepreneurship or activities or whatever, whatever I'm trying to build is in my way. Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Thank you. So the blocks I work with, with clients and again, have resolved and gone through for myself, I kind of group them into three categories, the visibility blocks, the confidence blocks, and the financial blocks, right? Money blocks. But these are the categories and how it shows up will, in each category, there are multiple ways, right? Um, So for example, some women, and the standard way to check if we have those blind spots mm-hmm. and what's standing in the way and am I even standing in my way is to see if we are not hitting those goals, if we're not reaching them and we know we are motivated and we know we want to serve and give and make a difference in this world, but we are not reaching those people. We are still not showing up fully confidently without any limitations. Like I would never be even thinking I will be applying for TED Talks ever in my life, right? When my clients come to me, they, some of them have established businesses, but they're still hiding in their businesses. So if there is this feeling that there is no freedom of just emotional and mental freedom, what I call, to do whatever Mm -hmm. we want, right? Some um, business owners hire people to post for them and do their marketing because they're hiding behind those social media managers and VAs. So that can be a symptom. Resistance to strategy, resistance to consistency. I made a post today about niching down. Resistance to picking an ideal client in a niche so we can narrow down and become true experts in some particular area versus having a mentality of just serving everybody. Because that mentality Hmm. of I can help everybody Mm-hmm. It's also a telltale sign because our self-sabotage that comes from those fears and that state of unsafety that we were talking about earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Because all the fears, they come from some type of some type of traumatic experience, be it our own or transgenerational, right? Mm-hmm. This, which is now re-triggered in us. And this is why it would, this is what creates sabotage. So if we know that we have resistance to Picking a profitable niche, I, the client that we know we are most suited to help with our expertise, that can also be a, a, a sign. So you see, there are many. And of course, oh. money blocks, mm-hmm. right? Hitting a certain ceiling and not able to go further. Um, so what others? Well, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. We have, you know, TEDx uh, talks about imposter syndrome by millionaires who stand on stage and they say, I've done it all. I'm successful. And I feel like fraud. 
And by the way, imposter syndrome does not just affect our personal life or let's say our studies because it shows up in, 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 in when we are in school, right? It was even discovered in the academia. Mm-hmm. Um, it affects our love life. If we look at what's currently happening with Johnny Depp, with the trial, I know, um, and I don't watch TV, don't follow the news, but it mm-hmm. showed up on Facebook. Somebody was sharing and I, well, you know, turn it on a couple of times when he was asked why he stayed with her is an exact, like is an example of why and how imposter syndrome shows up in love when we don't feel worthy of more, when we stay in abusive relationships, uh-huh. all of that. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Debbie. If you have appreciated the phenomenal and nourishing spiritual souls that have blessed us as the guests of the podcast, I would invite you to please consider supporting the operational expenses of the podcast. I recently set up a Patreon account through the urging of some friends. So what's in it for you? There are ongoing benefits of joining the Light Up Your Worth Patreon account. There's a peek at the exclusive behind the scenes of creating a podcast, bonus episodes with my guests, and energetic healing meditations. And I am just beginning. Your Patreon support allows me to continue the podcast vision to provide spiritual connection, magical learning, and positive resources to nurture you on your spiritual journey. Together, we can raise the consciousness and frequency for yourself, the collective, and Mother Earth. Please support me on Patreon. You can begin to subscribe for as low as $2.27 per month, which is really less than a coffee or subscription to watch TV. So you can find it at www.patreon.com light up your worth, all one word, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash light up your worth, no spaces, sending you sunshine. Hi, Debbie here. Are you a lover of essential oils, crystals, energy healing work, channeled messages, positive affirmations? Well, do I have something to share with you? My friend Nikki is the owner of Sage Essential Oils. She's on Instagram, sage underscore essential oils. I'll include that in the show notes. But I wanted to share with you that she does these amazing essential oil alchemy blends that have crystals and these amazing blends of essential oils called ground alchemy, calm alchemy, uplift, nurture, daydream. And they're all these really delicious and yummy blends. She also includes with each order a personal intuitive affirmation that's downloaded and channeled just for you and a beautiful postcard so as a healer she's a reiki healer and she does ancestral healing sessions as well and she's located in australia and so if you want to try these amazing things i highly recommend them i love them and use them in my own life so 
Again, her Instagram is sage underscore essential oils. Let her know that you heard about her here on Light Up Your Worth podcast. Wow, that's a really relevant um, example because that, that trial has really gotten a lot of, I mean, you can't miss it on Facebook. That's how I've watched a, not that much of it either, because I'm like, oh, that's too much drama for me. I don't need to watch that. But you watch just a little 10 minutes of it and you're like, wow, yeah, that was a hot mess there. <laughs> why didn't, <laughs> why didn't you meet? Right? But, yeah. but, you know, I want to go back to something you said too, about, you know, hiding in our, our business and, and how many people, are using VA or not wanting the strategy or the niche, right? Like that's, I've met a lot of people, entrepreneurs who don't want a niche, especially those that I'm interviewing, you know, that they're working with, Oh, I'll work with anybody. No. Who do you want to work with? Like, you know, even as simple as men or women (laughs) or, you know, non-binary, I mean, pick, pick whatever you're, residing with right so it's usually it's usually a sign of sabotage and mm-hmm. ask me how I know yeah <laughs> how do you know this <laughs> I will be the first person to raise my hand I probably feed yeah <laughs> all your <laughs> dramatic effect <laughs> <laughs> well you know so then I have so I have a question and I'm going to apply this to um myself because I'm in a new environment Um, I've had dramatic changes in the last two months. You know, I've had health issues Mm -hmm. pop up out of nowhere. I've had, I'm a confident job. You changed your state. I did. I moved across states. I moved twice since December and we're in the end of May. And so I'm now in a new city, new state, a new daytime role, new, you know, and I have found just this week, right, weeks into it, that I've had moments yesterday and today where I thought, you know, and I've been doing the same work for 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm doing. And I had these moments yesterday and today where yesterday I even got a little teary and I hadn't slept well for a couple of days. So I would know I was exhausted, um, still healing some of this, uh, this health concern that came up. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, what if I'm not meeting expectations? Like I I thought, and even today it came up from just a minute today, last night, I got nine and a half hours of sleep. I mean, I started my meditation at eight o'clock at night and was done and sleeping by nine o'clock, you know, like I was done. Everything was all you know, teeth brushed, everything in bed, sleeping by nine o'clock so I could get up. But what was really interesting is that I am a confident person with my work. And then you'll have these moments where you're like, my gosh, who, who was that person? You know, where for like 45 minutes, I was just filled with like overwhelming fear just fear. Like, what if I don't meet expectations? I've done this big move. I've up, you know, I I have to get everything new. Everything in my life is brand new, kind of a refresh. And yet this moment comes up. Now, does that mean that I've triggered some type of you're reading my mind? (laughs) (laughs) Like I've triggered something somewhere. Well, think about it. 
the move, the state of unpredictability, uncertainty, it, again, it brings up, surfaces up all of our buried, suppressed, probably even things that you might not even know and remember. And a lot of unsafety is connected to transgenerational stuff. So we don't even know what happened and what people and how, because it's then uh, passed down to us, role modeled energetically, behaviorally, and emotionally passed down. And emotions signal genes. So we can't kind of like we become the products of the people who've gone through trauma. And we have been, for as long as humanity exists, we have been through wars, revolutions, and nonstop everything. So we basically all have that survival. Now, have something happen in our life and it surfaces up and this is why it comes up. And so for some of us, it happens with uncertainty and predictability. But imagine some people live like this all the time. Like imposter syndrome, all of that, mm-hmm. but like on steroids, right? This yeah. could be what imposter syndrome is like. And this is why it's so important when we address any of these type of experiences and feelings and yes of course it's both emotions and thoughts and everything but not only try to kind of cover it up with a band-aid with the mind-based modalities Mm -hmm. but actually go to the root and of course depending on the significance of it and how long it lasts some people will put it as a priority some people won't and most people let's be honest we won't we don't right but when if we are pushed like for entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship is the best litmus test, the best mirror of who yes. we are. Oh my and gosh. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I think anybody who's done any type of entrepreneurship is going to tell you that. So we are pushed to do it. Like yes. I did not want to do most of the work I've done on myself. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have a choice. And now, because I know that it works and I have the strategy and the tools, um, now I kind of just, naturally do it and so yeah it would be um, connected to the unsafety and that unsafety needs to be addressed on the level of body and its memory mm-hmm. neural like the neurological state the nervous system and it cannot be done by just talking or reasoning because our nervous system and our bodies do not understand reasoning in words so for example in uh, mind ba- in the mind based um, modalities even like inner child healing, what is done? Reasoning and talking to the inner child. But inner child, especially when trauma is early, is happened early or prenatal, it's all pre-verbal. Then how are we talking to it? What are we reasoning with? If it's not understood, it doesn't even land. And this is what I discovered. This is why I use those techniques, the body memory release techniques, both to diagnose to trace it back because the mind can come up with all sorts of sabotage and you know even with I'm a hypnotherapist right mm-hmm. but I'm not a, I'm an I am a body focused and emotional focused emotion focused um hypnotherapist first not the mind I believe that the primary work the safety security body release work has to happen first to do any suggestive hypnosis and installing any new thoughts and beliefs. Otherwise, it goes mm-hmm. one year. It will probably stay for some time, but then another trigger will come. And this is why in mindset work, um, there is this belief that when we are playful, 
um, new level, new devil, right? When we have yes. level, it all comes back again. Yeah, it all comes back again because we can't release. We didn't release it on the body level. We didn't release it on the emotional level. It's all sitting there. So, of course, it comes up next time. And then again and again. Oh, yes. I think all I can say is like, yes, yes, yes. Because I've done this relocation thing four times across states. I know that everything works out, right? Like might look a little different, but it always does work itself out. Mm-hmm. And so having this uh, be triggered, I thought, wow, oh my gosh, what did I just, uh, what did I just trigger that I thought I had already dealt with from the other moves, right? Something always gets triggered and clean, cleaned out from the body. But one of the things that you said that was really fascinating to me was that things that are happening and I, and that post that you're referring to talks about when we are in the womb and things are happening. So whether we were, um, uh, an unexpected pregnancy, if, uh, there were st- super stresses going on, I'm really fascinated by that for multiple and multiple reasons. And they're all personal and it's all about why I want to know. <laughs> But I'm sure how many of us can relate to um, maybe they've had a child and now, you know, they're at this certain age and maybe their child is struggling with some of this or these, this unworthiness or their own confidence and how it's in playing out in their life with their own success as whether they're an entrepreneur or not. And, or what if we have discovered that, that maybe we were, uh, oops, you know, like, so, you know, whether we were that person or we gave birth to that person who was in that situation, like, uh, how do you, how do you work with those belief, those subconscious things? Because we weren't, I, I don't, you know, depending on what people's beliefs are, but, you know, you're not really quite here yet altogether. So how does that come through in, in those situations? So you are, you are absolutely correct. We are not yet quite here, but our body and our neurocircuitry, our body memory is already developing. Mm-hmm. We are already bombarded by the emotions that the mom experiences. Yes, our psyche did not develop it. It did not develop yet. And then for a long time, we don't develop the language skills, but we perceive everything by from emotions and memory. Mm-hmm. So it, it imprints us. And by the way, it's also a very personal story. Those sessions that I have gone through for myself have changed my whole entire life and my business and my love life and everything. And now that's why I do it for others. I would say... At least a third of my clients have some form of imprints with the with the mother and particularly prenatal in the womb trauma. Mm-hmm. And it shows up as all those visibility issues. Because if we don't feel worthy, if we feel abandoned and rejection, rejected, and it started so early, we couldn't develop any of that self-worth. It simply gets so... Um, it's kind of like erased, and then we have to build it. So the good news is, um, if we work with the body memory, if we work with that neural neurological state, and then work with the beliefs and reinstall it all as that holistic 
sort of process that I do, right? Mm -hmm. we, because we are not robots, we can do it separately. That's why it's not the mind, it's not the body separately, it's, it's all together. The good news is that we can rewire. And I have worked with women who were abandoned, neglected, grew up in orphanages with horrible abuse in the orphanage, before the orphanage, um, all sorts of trauma. Where sometimes I I know that when the client shares and I have a very um, detailed assessment uh, at the beginning of our work together, I work on a four-month basis um, in the program, I have that assessment. And when the clients share, I sometimes think that it's more of a kind of a story for a horror movie than, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Some like real persons with real like real feelings, um, life, and everything they've gone through. But what has what I have discovered is that it's possible to rewire it. But again, it's not a mind process. It's a deeply unconscious. We need to reach those archaic levels of the psyche and those unreachable to the mind levels of the neuros, neuro, neuro, nervous system but and body memory mm -hmm. body memory yeah I really see how that can all come together I've done a lot of work with um the nervous system too um and tied to root chakra and then bringing in my brain with uh change management techniques you know the whole mind stuff the whole maslow's hierarchy of needs and when i started to read and understand more about how our body stores it it, it it's really been life changing to be able to do it and to have um another type of technique to be able to bring that in uh, to build that, you know, deep self-trust and um, an emotional well-being of understanding our own worth. Uh, it's just so many layers. Stay tuned for the second part of this delightful interview on Saturday. And if you enjoyed this Light Up Your Worth episode, and I hope you did, please be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified when the conclusion of this interview is posted. If you feel so inclined, please rate and review this podcast episode and share with your friends. You can find me, lightupyourworth.net, on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope that you are leaving with some inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge that can help you in your spiritual personal development and growth in your radiant life, sending sunshine.